0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Dorinda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorinda Wilson, wife to one for 31 years, mom to eight, ages 16 to 30 and Nana to six. I'm also a 25-year veteran homeschooling mom. I am so glad that you're joining me for this episode of Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a devotional podcast series that I've created to bring short, meaningful devotion time for moms. Recently, I've been reading the, uh, the entries from my devotional that I wrote for moms a while back called Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. You can find that on Amazon if you'd like the hard copy or Kindle edition. Also, if you haven't subscribed to my blog, I would love for you to go and do that now. Go to DorindaWilson.com, and after you've subscribed, you'll receive an email with a link to my free ebook of encouragement titled, A Call for Moms to Trust the Lord and Not Fear. By subscribing, you'll receive the latest podcasts as well as posts to encourage you in your journey as a mom and a homeschooling mom. Now, I'm also right now in the midst of launching a new book that will be released June of 2021 called The Four our school day i am so excited about this book and the content i am just praying that god will use it to bless many many families so be watching for that uh, to come out Um, i will be able to take pre orders at some point i'll keep you updated on that but i really um my hope and prayer for this book again like i said before is that as many families as possible would read it and be encouraged um in the meantime, here we are doing our uh, today's devotional, and so we're going to go ahead and dive right into it. It's titled, Finding Meaning in the Mundane. Now, the last devotional, called Looking Like Fools, came from the same passage that we're reading today. That's the one thing I love about God's Word. It's living and active. So we can read and reread and find God revealing his will and his character in ways that are new to us. So for the um, passage that we're going to be reading, it is taken from 1 Corinthians 1:18 1, through 31. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. It is written... I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent. I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. The other day I was talking with our married daughter who has two children under the age of three, She was sharing with me how hard it is to continue doing the same seemingly mundane things every single day and feel like what she is doing is important, that it matters. My mind immediately went to today's passage because it articulates God's heart so well. When I read it, the mundane parts of motherhood fit perfectly It makes sense that God would take what seems meaningless to the world and use it for his glory. Let's read verses 27 to 29 again and think of motherhood as we read through it. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. God uses the message of the cross to turn human wisdom upside down. As believers, we live with this reality every day. Every diaper changed, every meal made, every toilet cleaned, every book read to the kids, every mess cleaned up, every snuggle given, every conversation we choose to engage in, or some semblance of engagement with the very little ones, absolutely counts as important. Thinking about life this way requires humility. And when I consider Jesus' life and ministry on this earth, the following passage stands out in my mind. It describes his ultimate example of humility that we're called to follow. It's taken from Philippians 2, verses 6 through 9. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor. God honors humility. Jesus said in Matthew 23, verse 12, that those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He notices and he blesses an attitude of humility. Mark 9, verses 33 to 37 brings closure to all we've read and leaves us with a beautiful picture of motherhood. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, what were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they'd been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the 12 disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Then he put a little child among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. I'd love for you to take a few minutes, maybe even hit the pause button and reflect on what God is saying to your heart. You could write it down in a journal. That's one thing I love to do. You could also do that with the things that your heart is saying to God. Pour your heart out to him. Tell him what's really there. He already knows, but it's so important that we verbalize it to him. Then let's ask a couple of questions to help dig a little bit deeper So as you do the menial quote-unquote tasks of motherhood today, remind yourself that you are not just serving your children, you are serving Jesus. In addition, remember your identity isn't found in what you do, but who you are. Do you see yourself as a daughter of the Most High King? Because that's the truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just pray over all these mothers who are listening right now. And God, all of these daughters of the Most High King, Lord, you've given them a mission, the mission of motherhood. It is a high calling. It is one that you honor. But it does require humility from us. God, I ask that you would help us to humble ourselves before you as we serve our families today. God help us to keep our eyes on you to understand that every time we offer a cup of cold water or food or whatever to our children, Lord, that we are doing that as unto you, as if you were right there in the room. So God help us to keep humble, a humble posture, to glorify and honor you and may our children see your presence reflected in our expression, in our attitudes. And in our overall demeanor, God, fill our homes with your peace and your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.